0: Are locked on Cougars. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the podcast, and yes, this is dropping a little bit early, like we did on the Monday edition. But you know what? Rewarding those of you who are loyal listeners. You guys check your podcast feeds constantly, so plenty to get to ahead on today's podcast. We're going to recap what we learned from BYU football media availability on Monday. A lot to talk about from Kalani Sitake with regards to the Holy War game this coming weekend, and. Big 12 rumors continue to swirl, folks. A lot going on. Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State football coach, speaking to the media and had some very kind words about BYU and the other expansion candidates. We'll get to that. And of course, we will catch you guys up on everything else you need to know as a BYU fan here on a Tuesday. So plenty to get to ahead on today's show. Want to remind you guys that the NFL is being covered like nobody else right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. They're currently in the midst of their ultimate season preview. It's taking you through every team in every division with the help of Odysseys at Rock Tucker and Jason La Confora. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, and check it out. It's already been going for over a week now and it leads you guys all the way up to the season opener this Thursday. All right, without further ado though, let's get rolling here on a Tuesday. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for September 7th, 2021. What's up, my friends? I'm Jay Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. And good news, my voice is slowly but surely improving, so hopefully it doesn't sound as awful as it did over the weekend. But thank you to those of you who reached out and said, hey... I understand what you're going through, Jake. Allergies have been awful. The smoke in the air here in the state of Utah. I'd avoided it for a long time, but it finally caught up with me. And I've been very busy. I can tell you guys that much. I'm calling high school football games on Friday nights. I'm covering BYU on a daily basis for The Zone and also producing and on air with the guys on The Zone. It's a lot going on. And it finally caught up with me. But slowly but surely, voice is coming back to 100%. And a huge thank you to those of you who reached out and wished me well I know that my voice can be a little bit of a well, it's my instrument, but it can be a little bit of a an annoyance when it doesn't sound quite right. But nonetheless, a big thank you to all of you who reached out. A quick reminder though before we get going here to hit that follow button wherever you might be listening in from if this is your first time checking out the podcast. We are your daily source for all things BYU news. Our goal here is to make you guys the smartest BYU fans in the room. And the only way to do that to join us every single day, and we are free and available on all podcast platforms out there. So hopefully you guys will continue to check us out and come back often for all the latest coverage when it comes to the Cougars. Now, let's talk a little bit about what we learned from BYU football media availability on Monday. Kalani Sitake holding his weekly press conference. And I think the first thing most people are wondering about What about the injury issues coming out of the Arizona game? We saw Gunnar Romney go down, limped off the field, was seen on crutches later in the game. While Kalani Satake laid out what's going on with the injury situation, both involving also Keenan Ellis, as he is recovering from that awful hit. He was taken to a trauma center at University Medical Center in Las Vegas. But it sounds like there's some decent news
1: on the injury front for BYU so here you go. Steenan's doing actually, uh, you know, pretty good right now. And uh, he, we just go into that uh, concussion protocol. I think the, 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 the scariest thing was just not knowing because he was out. And I'm really thankful that, that our, you know, the trainers and the doctors were able to take him in. And, and uh, we ran all the tests and did everything we could. And, and it seems like he's going to be, he's going to be good. I mean, highly unlikely to play this Saturday, but um, we're just glad they get him back and get him healthy and, We'll work on, on getting him back to, to full speed, but you know football is not the thing that we worry about right now with him. It's just making sure that he's healthy. Gunner uh, didn't come back into the game, and so um, the good news is he's not out for the year. And so we'll uh, we'll see how he, he goes day to day over the weekend. Has been has been tough on him. Doubtful for the game, but never know what could happen from, you know, in the next uh, four to five days. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else. I think everybody else that that were banged up in the game came back and and finished. So, you know, we have some guys that are a little sore and everything. They just got to get better and be ready to play. So doubtful
0: for Gunnar Romney to play on Saturday against Utah, but that's not all the unsurprising. I was talking with people after the game down there against Arizona, and they were saying that he's out several weeks with a knee injury. And if he's able to get cleared and returned in any short order, that'd be good news for BYU. And for those of you probably wondering out there with regards to the Nakua brothers, Max Tooley, um, some other guys out there who did not play against uh, Arizona, The hope is, at least for the Nakua's, that they will be full go this week. They have been slow to get back to 100%. During the offseason, they were not actually allowed to train with BYU in any formal setting because they were not technically members of the program. So we're kind of working out on their own. They didn't have access to the same facilities, the recovery, the massage there, all the stuff that massage therapists, all the stuff that goes into being a division one athlete, they had access to none of that. So they've been slow to get themselves up to full speed. But the hope is this week, you'll see them full go with both Puka and Samson. It was good to see Samson get into that game and come up with a big, a big not fumble recovery, just a big recovery on that onside kick attempt by Arizona. And The hope is that everybody is full go, obviously going into one of the most emotionally charged games on the schedule every season. Now, Kalani Satake obviously has talked a lot about playing Utah. He grew up a fan of BYU. He played for the Cougars, and there's some absolutely legendary stories about his playing days and his interactions with Utah during those. Those are for another podcast. If he wants to tell them, I'll let him do it. But he has not been shy about saying that he has respect for this rivalry. He spent a decade coaching at Utah, and I think if you have spent time on both sides of the rivalry, you would come to have respect for it. But I think he had a very, very good point to make with regards to some of the vitriol that exists in the rivalry and how he wishes it got tamed down just a little bit, not, not too much, but just a little bit when it comes to how fans may treat each other in person and also online.
1: I'm the head coach here, but before I was a head coach, I was a player here, at BYU. Before I was a player, I was a fan. So uh, my my job as a coach isn't to tell the fans what how to behave or how to act. My my job as a coach is just be thankful that we have fans that care and are passionate about our team, and then try to meet their expectations. That's that's what we teach our players. You know, we have fans with high expectations, and we want to meet them. We want to make them all happy. so the the drive, the desires to and make sure that we're ready to do that. Um, as far as the respect goes, I, that's how I feel about every program. I, I think it's it, we're in a situation where all these young men and coaches and, st- and staff members work really hard and, and you work all these long hours just for 12 opportunities to play a game. And um, some people don't think it's worth the, the, the time, but obviously we do. And then we're going against a team that feels the same way. So there's a camaraderie of, of people that are willing, players that are willing to spend um, thousands of hours of preparation just for minutes or seconds on the football field. And so I think there's got to be that high level of respect for each other. And in the rivalry, I mean, we... I've been on both sides, and I've had families that are on both sides. And so it's there's really good people all over this place, and especially in the the rivalry games. And I think it's just really good for the soul to wish good things on people. I mean, that's why I want to beat Utah. I really do. Right, but after afterwards, I, I hope and I, I wish them success, and hope they do well. That does it does, wishing bad things on other people does nothing. Does is not good for the soul. So I've been taught that growing up from my from my father and my grandpa, and that's just how I live my life. I don't expect everybody to do it the same way, but they should try it. It's it's, uh, it's relieving and it's it's refreshing, and I think it brings you closer to being a great disciple of Christ.
0: Wishing bad things on good people does nothing good for your soul. Hopefully I'm uh, quoting that accurately, but that's actually very profound, folks. We all know that the rivalry banter is fun and usually good nature, but there are a lot of times it crosses the line. And I think Kalani kind of laid it out there. Just be smart about it. Have some fun. You know that your friends who support the Utes are obviously going to be obnoxious. Hashtag 10 is coming and all that stuff. But at the same time, don't take it overboard. We all know where there's a line and when you cross it, it does nothing good for anybody out there. All right. One final thing from Kalani's media session I wanted to touch on today was just his overall assessment of going into this matchup with Utah. What does he see from them on film? They haven't played for two years now. The last time they squared off was 2019. Well, here's what he had to say about what he sees from the Utes on
1: film. Yeah, really talented, well-coached. I mean, I know their coaches really well, so uh, they're going to get the most out of their kids. You see great leadership. I mean, the guy that stands out the most to me is their linebacker. Uh, Lloyd's uh, you know he's, just, he's a big time playmaker and they're big up front you know on a very physical team on, on all three phases And so really looking forward to the matchup obviously I, I know i know them really well and we seem to know each other so we'll, we'll see what happens on the field but it comes down to the players making plays and making sure that we as coaches learn from some of the things that we've gone through and, um, especially you know, after the first game and try to make sure we get that improvement everyone says that you, you improve the most from week one to week two uh, we'll see how much they improve we'll see how much we improve and then see what happens on Saturday.
0: Well, if that improvement from week one to week two is going to lead BYU to a victory over Utah, I think any of you out there listening be more than happy to take it. But we'll find out Saturday night, 8-15 kickoff. Obviously, that is subject to change with the TV window. Probably could slide 10 to 20 minutes. It wouldn't surprise me at all, just based on how games before it are going. Looking forward to that matchup nonetheless. We'll continue to get you ready for the rivalry throughout the week. We'll catch up with Brian Brown, host of Locked On Youth for a crossover edition as we talk all things about the game on Saturday night. Also, will see who else we can round up in terms of players and coaches, let you hear from them on their memories Of the rivalry as well. And if you guys have memories of the rivalry you'd like to share with us, love to hear them as well. Please reach out via social media Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Search us out, Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter feed is Jacob C. Hatch. And as always, you can email the show anytime you want, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. All right, folks, the Big 12 rumors, they are swirling, they're getting ever louder. Could we have an announcement as soon as later this week? Well, potentially. But one Big 12 coach is very fond of the microphone and sounded off on what BYU and the other potential expansion candidates for the Big 12 conference would offer to the Big 12. We'll dig into that in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our friends over at Sweatblock. Folks, we have all been there. You've had a big presentation at work. You've had a huge first date with somebody that you think is completely out of your league. You get nervous and all of a sudden you pit out and you're just like, oh my goodness, I can't go out like this. Well, SweatBlock is here for you guys. It is a clinical strength antiperspirant. It lasts four days, folks. They have a dry shirt guarantee. If SweatBlock doesn't keep you dry, you'll actually get your money back. It works for up to seven days per use. I tried it. I went at least, I would say, three days with it. It's absolutely incredible. And if you guys are like me and you want to avoid those embarrassing situations with your sweating problem... Well, sweat Block is for you guys. You can wear what you want to wear with Sweat Block. It's your little secret to confidence. It's a must-have for everybody in their toiletry bag. Whether it's that big presentation, as I mentioned, or a hot date, everyone can benefit. You can go online right now and give it a shot. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com using the promo code LOCKEDON, or you can check it out at Amazon. They have over 13,000 Amazon reviews. They've been on there for over a decade, thousands of satisfied customers. You also can find it on your local CVS shelves as well CVS Pharmacy, Stocks, Sweatblock as well. But if you want that 20% off, guys, sweatblock.com, promo code LOCKEDON, give it a chance. That's sweatblock.com. Promo code LOCKED ON. This episode of Locked On Cougars is brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto, guys. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you go there, have them ask you a bunch of questions, and then they just search it out on their computer, looking at just the specifications, the prices, the manufacturers that they have available at their warehouse. You can go online and do the exact same thing, but you have a more expansive database because Rock Auto is here for you guys. RockAuto.com. You can check it out on your phone. Their goal, with Rock Auto is to save you guys time and money when using their resource. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, just $216 from Rock Auto. They are a family business serving do it yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are reliably low for every customer, and they've got everything you could ever need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet, and everything else with your vehicle. Go explore their easy to use website today and find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Please be sure to write locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices. the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Folks, the Big 12 rumor mill continues to circulate. Obviously, many of you are waiting with bated breath to find out what's going to happen. I can tell you this much. I am expecting BYU, among the other four candidates, to receive news with regards to their application that they were supposed to have submitted Early this week, I was told that we could have started as early as Monday and probably would be done by midweek at the very latest. And there is a meeting, if you read all the national reports, uh, supposed to be a meeting between the Big 12's, I don't know what you call them, their executive committee. It's usually the university chancellors and presidents are supposed to meet Thursday or Friday. Most people are saying Friday. I have heard it could happen as early as Thursday, and then they will extend formal invitations to Cincinnati, UCF, Houston, and Brigham Young University to become new members of the Big 12 Conference. Now, when BYU and the other AAC schools, the other three play in the American Athletic Conference, when they would enter the conference, that's anybody's guess at this juncture, because obviously there's a lot to be worked out in that regard. BYU would have to get their sports that are currently tied up in the West Coast Conference out of their contractual obligations there. I can tell you this much. The West Coast Conference is not going to stand in the way and play hardball with BYU based on everything that I have heard, nor do I anticipate them trying to play hardball because they understand what BYU is after, and they're not just going to say, well, screw you, we're going to try and and, and pull one over on you guys. So I expect that BYU will be good to go whenever that is, whether they enter the conference, the Big 12, next year in 2022, or if it's in 2023, which is, I think, more the likely timeline, I think 2023 is where this is all going to shake out. That's when BYU be part of the Big 12, and funny enough, could spend two seasons competing against Oklahoma and Texas before they depart for the SEC, but really, really cool times. Well, at least one Big 12 coach is a big fan of BYU and the brand they would be bringing to the conference. Head coach of the Oklahoma State Cowboys, Mike Gundy. He loves himself Mike. some Mike Gundy. He loves to speak into the microphone. Many of you are well aware of the, I'm a man, I'm 40, that type of stuff that he's done over the years. Well, he was asked yesterday about expansion, and we're going to play an extended clip here of what he had to tell reporters about what he knows, when he expects to know more, and what he makes of the potential four additions to the Big 12 Conference. So without further ado, Mike Gundy.
2: You know, know, I don't have enough information to say other than I think um, there's something going on. Uh, But I have a meeting on Wednesday to kind of get brought up to par, and I'll know more. Uh, The only thing I can guess is based on what the other conferences have done, where they've uh, come together to say we won't poach any other schools, which we all know that, um, to keep the league together, meaning our league through 24. Is that going to happen? I don't know. But that's what the alliance is supposedly saying. And then the other conferences don't have a reason to do anything. Why? They all have their television money up through 24 or 26. And if this conference stays intact through 24, then this television money stays the same. If people leave, there's penalties to be paid. So why would anybody need to step out there and do anything? So then I'm just guessing that they're down here saying, okay, then we need to find if this happens and we bring – a certain number of teams in here, what's the financial television stability of this conference if these teams come in, they're trying to find out what the marketability is for it, would be my guess. So do I know... What conversations that have taken place with any of those schools? No. Do I know how much interest there is in any of those schools? No. I just know some of the stuff you know. Maybe Wednesday they'll tell me a little more. But what I will say is this, is I like that our president is proactive and aggressive, and I like that the conference is trying to come up with different avenues and ways that they can go if something happens. That part I like, but I don't know a lot about it, so that's the best I can give you. All four of the schools play pretty good football. Yeah, All four of what? The, the, the expansion candidates. So yeah. Those are the four of them. Me. I mean, I mean, they're all four pretty good. They're you, you know, there. the interesting thing is, and I know I've got to get to my other deal, but, you know, just coast to coast, people see BYU as a Power 5 team. Like that logo? Like you would too, right? Because you watched them for People think if you see that logo, they don't really know they're an independent. They think they're tied into a Power 5 conference. Okay, um, Central Florida has seventy. 71,000 students and they're in a heck of a television market and they have a heck of a recruiting base and they've played good football now now what other people may think of that I don't know I'm just giving you my opinion on it Uh, and then you have Cincinnati who has a a big television market there's a lot of people live in that part of the country and that logo has grown popularity uh, in the, the last few years, and, and, and they're winning. Winning is important. Uh, and, a, and a somewhat extended period of winning is important, I would think, to these television rise people. And then you have Houston that's got a huge market and has had success. And um, they're tied into a place in, uh, in the country that's huge with high school football. State of Texas high school football, everybody talks about it. So um, there's good candidates out there. I don't make the decision based on the television money. Somebody else does, but there's good candidates.
0: Where there's smoke, there's fire, my friends. He is meeting with people on Wednesday to get caught up to speed on everything that's going on. Folks, this looks like it's happening. I know that there are many of you who have told me. It's hard to believe, Jake. I just cannot buy into this. I have held out hope for years and years and years. Why should I buy in once again? Are they going to pull another Lucy on us, the Charlie Brown thing, where she pulls the football and you end up looking like a fool lying on your back? I get the apprehension. I get it. But there is so much smoke out there. The Big 12 is an absolute dire need right now some good things coming for BYU, folks. I really believe that there are very, very good things on the very near horizon. So stay tuned for more on that. And once again, Coach Gundy, say it for those in the back who didn't hear it. What do you make of BYU? Just coast to coast, people see BYU as a Power 5 team, like that logo, like you
2: would too, right? Because you watched them for People think if you see that logo, they don't really know they're an independent. They think
0: they're tied into a Power
2: 5 conference,
0: okay? Nobody said Mike Gundy was a fool, folks. He knows what he's doing out. There and obviously, he was playing both sides of the table there, trying to negotiate things, but very, very effusive, effusive, not effusive, effusive in his praise of BYU. He sees them as a Power Five team, and looks like in the relatively near future, trips to Stillwater could become part of the norm for BYU. Ames, Iowa, Lubbock, Texas, I get they don't sound like glamour destinations, but folks, if you want to get into the Power Five, This appears to be the best and maybe only shot that BYU will get. And I look forward to learning more as the week progresses. And as is typical here on the Locked On Cougars podcast, you guys will know everything that I know. I don't hold back information. Do I protect sources? Absolutely, 100%. Anything that comes to me via people who are in the know, I will never out them for the information they give me. But. I will give you everything I have when it comes to conference realignment, everything involving BYU. That is my promise to you guys, my loyal listeners right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we'll catch you guys up on everything else involving BYU athletics, some of the comments from BYU football media availability on Monday as well. We'll get to all of that. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. Absolutely love this company. It's that time of year again. The NFL is on its way. College football well underway. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's Biggest Half million dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest two hundred thousand dollar NFL Survivor contest, which are both open now at betonline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your one hundred percent welcome bonus. Yes, a one hundred percent welcome bonus. All you got to do is use the promo code On. Be sure to also take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday's season opener between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25. That's for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, from football and basketball, to boxing, to golf, to tiddlywinks, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available to you guys from our friends at Bet Online, as they are your online sportsbook experts. Need to take one more time out on today's show to remind you guys that we are brought to you in part by our friends over at Elevate Fitness. Many of you have heard me talk about or have probably seen pictures of me over the past six months and my weight loss journey. Well, I got to give credit to Rich and his team over at Elevate Fitness. They've been absolutely critical to me losing over 45 pounds of fat and counting, folks. It's absolutely incredible. Rich is a longtime listener of Locked On Cougars. He actually listens to it every day in his hot tub as he gets ready for the day. I know it's a really, really weird image, but nonetheless, that's where he listens. And he heard me talking about being overweight, wasn't feeling necessarily myself. He reached out and changed my life. As I mentioned, I've lost over 45 pounds of fat. And the fact is, it's not just about the weight loss, which is great. I look better, obviously, feel better. It's about getting healthy and metabolically healthy. That's what is all about it. Diet culture doesn't work, my friends. I've tried all of them, I feel like. Counting calories, trying to give more energy out versus being taken in, all that stuff. It never worked for me. Elevate Fitness and Insulin IQ is what worked for me. I learned a lot about what insulin means for us as human beings and what insulin resistance in particular does for us. And it really is absolutely ingrained in how everyday fitness, everyday health, you've got to control your insulin levels. Controlling insulin is the key to weight loss and metabolic health. Dr. Ben Bickman over at BYU has done the research and it's the baseline for everything that Rich and his team at Elevate Fitness are doing. You can go to InsulinIQ.com slash Elevate and get an initial consultation to learn more with Rich Hart for free online, and there is no obligation beyond that. Coaches of over at Elevate Fitness work with all clients around the globe, but if you're local, you can visit their facility in Orem. It's at 147 West, 400 North in Orem, Utah. They've been around for over 25 years. It's just off State Street there. And by the way, just a tip... You may run into some BYU athletes who work out there from time to time. I'm just saying. It's some former Cougars who are currently in the pro ranks, some of the current Cougars also work out there from time to time. It's a great, great resource, and it's worked for me. I've walked the walk, folks. I cannot recommend them enough. So once again, that's InsulinIQ.com Elevate. Get that free initial consultation call with Rich for free. And also, like I mentioned, there is no obligation beyond that. You have no reason not to give it a shot and see if it might work for you. It worked for me. So once again, InsulinIQ.com Elevate. That is Elevate Fitness, a proud partner with us here on Locked on Cougars. All right, before we go here on this edition of Locked on Cougars, a couple of pieces of news and other BYU sports we need to catch you guys up on is congratulations to both the BYU men's and women's cross-country programs. They've been picked to repeat as 2021 WCC champions in the respective polls that were put out late last week. A number of BYU athletes have been named to the preseason All-WCC team. On the men's side, that includes Casey Klinger, Brandon Garnica, uh, who else am I missing? Aiden Troutner, and then Connor Mance, who is the individual national champion last year in NCAA championships back there in Terre Haute, Indiana. On the women's side of things, obviously the women's team trying to repeat as national champions. Anna Camp Bennett, McKenna Lee Hanson, Anna Martin, Sarah Musselman, and Whitney Orton have been named to the preseason All-WCC team. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Also, Aubrey Frethenway named uh, to the all- preseason All-WCC team. He got six athletes named to the preseason All-WCC team should have a pretty good chance at repeating as national champions. So best of luck to the men's and women's cross-country programs. Their season begins this coming Saturday when they host the BYU Invitational over there at Timpanogos Golf Club in Provo, Utah. I believe the races start at 9 a.m., so bright and early. If you want to spend a full day watching BYU sports, well, you can go out and watch some cross-country action if you want to get things going very early on in the morning and wrap things up late that night with BYU and Utah in football. Now, final note is on the women's volleyball side of things. Congratulations to BYU sophomore Maddie Allen. She was named UCU WCC Sports Defensive Player of the Week. She is BYU starting Libero. She's from Temecula, California. she helped the number 13 Cougars pick up their second tournament victory in as many weeks. She had a team-high 64 total receptions and a team-high 43 digs in their three matches last week at home. She also added six assists and five service aces, so congratulations to her on another weekly award for the women's volleyball program. All right. So that's going to do it for this Tuesday edition of the show. And as I mentioned, some of you are listening to this early on Monday evening, but you know what? No time like the present to make sure you guys are up to speed on everything when it involves the Cougars. We'll have more for you guys throughout the week. We'll go back to more of our traditional format where we post these around midnight mountain time beginning on tomorrow's podcast for Wednesday. So just kind of a heads up for you guys. Looking forward to that. And by the way, I am looking for some help. I'm going to kind of crowdsource this. Of course, we gave away tickets to the BYU-Utah game this week. Well, I have a pair of tickets for every home game of BYU football this season. I would love to give them away, but trying to figure out something to do for Arizona State. Not just exactly sure how we should do it. So if you have an idea of how we should give them away, besides saying, well, you can just give them away to me, Jake. Let us know. Locked on Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at Jacob C. Hatch on Twitter, or feel free to reach out via email, locked on BYU at Jacob gmail.com is the email address once again. All right, that'll do it. Have a great rest of your day. Whenever you hear this, this has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for September 7th, 2021. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow.